invite you to a soul level encounter. Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That's what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. You will hear the music that has charted the steps of their spiritual journey, that has provided a touchstone in the soul's dark night and sung the heart's awe and joy when come to the light. Over the next hour, you will be a witness and companion to our guests' spiritual path and sacred testimony. Welcome to Song of the Soul. We've got a new affiliate for Northern Spirit Radio starting this week as Blue Gold Radio becomes the most recent station to add our programs to their lineup. For those of you who don't know, Blue Gold Radio is hosted by the students and staff of the University of Wisconsin-Eau Claire. We were blessed to have Scott Morfitt of Blue Gold Radio as our Master of Ceremonies for our recent Northern Spirit Radio fundraiser called Broadcasting from the Heartland, Raising Up the Power of Local Media. We're thankful to be included in their schedule, and we love the energy they add to the local airwaves in the Chippewa Valley. But on to today's music. Judy Cass joins us today for Song of the Soul. Judy has a passion for music and for music education, which led her to found a community program called Music Works, making nurture of music talent, stuff like private lessons and mentoring, available to low-income folks. Music has always been central to Judy, and still, there was a long period when she didn't put the songs she was creating into the public eye. That changed in the aftermath of the attack on the Twin Towers. You could say, perhaps, that making her music and sharing it became a form of therapy for Judy Cass. Just recently, she released her second post-911 album, and it's called Beyond the Steel and Ash. You see, Judy worked in the Twin Towers and lost almost 300 colleagues in the destruction of 911. But Judy's music is not mostly or even primarily about loss, hurt, or terror. It's most often about that which strengthens and restores and empowers us, making life unstoppable and worth living. Judy Cass draws on a wide-ranging spirituality, not confined to religious definitions, but with elements of Eastern thought and the experience of her work as a therapist and counselor. You're going to enjoy the music, the lyrics, and the spirit of Judy Cass as she joins us by phone from New York. Judy, thank you so much for joining all of us for Song of the Soul. Thank you so much. It's great to be here, Mark, with you. Now, you got to me via Blue River promo. That's how I heard about your special remembrance of 911. Could you tell our listeners about your connection with that momentous day in our history? Yeah, and momentous it is. I worked at the Towers at the time. I, in my other life, I had a corporate career and was working for a subsidiary of Marsha McLennan. 
And that day, I think I listened to my wise mind and stayed home and paid attention to the needs of a family member, my nine-year-old, then nine-year-old daughter, who needed help with a school project. So I decided to stay home that day and work from home. I had that flexibility. And when I called in to the conference call at 9 a.m., the phone was busy, which never happens with the World Trade Center. And I learned that I had lost a lot of colleagues. In fact, in my role in HR, I was brought in to to really try to find where people were, recognize who might be safe, work with families to help reconcile next steps. It took us a while for us to really grasp the magnitude of what had happened. I think all of us were hoping that hospitals would notify with, you know, people there and that just didn't happen. So it rocked my world. I think it's it's impacted everyone. And it took a long time for me because of my role having to help others in the company and their families work through their grief and loss for me to really attend to my own. And music helped tremendously. It was my lifesaver, actually. And a and, uh, number of years later, it took me a little while. I did leave the corporate world and connected back in full-time with music and also with my side job that supports my habit of psychotherapy. So I, I practice locally here in Westchester and use music whenever I can. But I think the impact of 9-11 it shifted our world and it meant so much for me to be able to connect in this 15th anniversary with it musically. In fact, the title song of the album, Beyond the Ash and Steel, which was recently released, speaks to, I think, the delay in my own work with moving through. I had written it after the memorial service for folks lost in our company and couldn't sing it for a good 13 to 14 years because I needed to do two things. One, I needed it to be truly speaking not to the grief and loss as much as to moving through and beyond it. And that would take a while for that to happen because I had to actually go through that process. And secondly, I needed it to not be directed to and about the little girl of a colleague who perished, but about me and about the collective we and our own healing. So it took a number of years for that to happen. And when it did, I was able to finish it and record it. And that has become the title track of my recent album. So that's one of actually, I think, two albums that came out for you in this year. I don't know if I'm supposed to know about the Brooklyn Cowgirl Rides Again. <laughs> what Brooklyn Cowgirl? <laughs> but I tell you what, if I haven't written about it yet, let me. Uh, <laughs> well, I was born in Brooklyn. <laughs> so that might count. Did you Google and find that, actually? <laughs> I found on CD Baby. I, I noticed that, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, uh, was it me? <laughs> <laughs> Has your name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. My picture? Um, well, anyway, that's a whole other interview, I guess. Better Things was my first CD, and I came out with that in 2014. I performed in my 20s, and then the need to do things like pay rent and get myself through school and, and have a career got in the way of my doing it as much as I'd like to. So, And also, I think, as I got into the work world, uh, my writing slowed down quite a bit. And so getting myself out and getting back connected into working from my heart allowed me to tap back into writing music. And so in 2014, 
I released my first album, Better Things, and that tapped on some of it. There are a couple of songs there which really speak to to the healing. But again, Beyond the Ash and Steel wasn't ready yet. I was still working through. Well, did you want to share some of your music right now, Judy? Would love it. And what would you care to share? Why don't we go ahead and share Beyond the Ash and Steel first? Okay, and again, you wrote this in the aftermath of Follow the Twin Towers, but you said you finished it relatively recently. Yeah, a lot of years in gestation, and and I finished it more emotionally. I had the bulk of it was done. I really needed to put the focus on the healing. And interestingly enough, when I did finish it, I realized it also should be on piano. So I took it from a, originally a guitar song, and now it is it's performed on piano. And here it is, Beyond the Ash and Steel, its title track for Judy Cass's new CD, Beyond the Ash and Steel. Time will take you past your sorrow And slowly move you through your pain Let it take you to tomorrow Where you'll find your way again And the road that you will follow May be off the beaten path You can find your beacon waiting In the strength of every breath There'll be days that go too quickly Some will never seem to end Some will leave their comfort with you And others show you how to bend In the apex of the moment You let go the willful fight So the wave of calm can find you And soothe the storms that still Looking past the dark and teary skies Slips through the darkest hours Shares a hint of brighter day Let it bathe you in its showers Rays of hope to shine the way Time will take you past your sorrow And the love will help you heal Let it take you to tomorrow and far beyond the ash and steel Far beyond the ash and steel mm-hmm. 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 
Beyond the Ashen Steel. And in that, Judy, you say, time will take you past your sorrow and the love will help you heal. Is that where you feel you're at now? Very much so. Very much so. I think, and this will actually be a great segue to another song, but allowing myself to feel the array of emotions that that event brought on, but not get attached to them in a way that would keep me just stuck. And to be able to let myself both receive the love and support of others in my life and tap into my ability to give because that can happen sometimes. You just feel, gosh, I, I'm so damaged by this. It, it, I can't imagine being able to connect in a real way or, or to give of myself to others anymore. And, and that's so not true. I, I think very often if you cannot wait for the confidence in your ability to do that, but just to go and fake it till you make it, so to speak, the giving and getting involved and engaging and particularly tapping into the work of helping others made a huge difference with my own healing. So yeah, the love is what does it. I think it's, it's a common denominator in any modality of healing. And you should know, since you are a therapist, I assume you've had to deal with people who had calamities at on 911. And I mean, people have calamities all the time. That's just one that was so communally focused. That's right. That's right. And in my role, as I mentioned, in my role then at the time in human resources, it fell to me to help the company recover emotionally as well as just, you know, the basic disaster recovery that one does in, in an infrastructure role. But working with the families, working with colleagues, I had a team uh, reporting to me and they were very young. I mean, probably some of them had not seen or experienced a lot of terrible things in their lives, fortunately. But this was extremely traumatic. So really being able to connect in and support others was important to my own moving forward. But it took a while. It does take a while. You said, Judy, that music helped with this, but is that the only source of care that the caregiver, Judy Cass, was getting? Giving or receiving, <laughs> because it wasn't for either. You were you were giving a lot, but who was giving it to you? Oh, gosh, I was so fortunate. I had a wonderful network of friends. And I think the people in my company had recognized the need to give to one another. And, you know, at the time, I, I remember this, when I went back in to work, that I think it was Thursday, they pulled us into a midtown office. New York had just a climate of such kindness. I haven't experienced it quite that way since. But <laughs> I think that the really, I, the, there was, the, the trains were so calm and quiet. No one was on any, so, well, I don't know. I guess they did have cell phones. Then. I just remember people being very attentive to one another emotionally and extremely kind. And that helped too. Unfortunately, I think that that's kind of been lost somewhat. But I also had a great network of friends and family and did my own work with meditation and trying to attend to myself physically and get myself through and heal. And again, allowing myself to feel what I was feeling because when you push down those emotions, they're, they're like balloons in a, in a pool, you know, those tubes that if you sit on them, they pop up and <laughs> pop you in the face. So it's, it's important to let yourself connect with what you're feeling, but in such a way so that you can let it go. And that's important. 
And so you've got the meditation that is helping you center, which I get the sense of that from listening to your music. Is there a spiritual community that goes along with that meditation or something that you have derived from growing up? Well, I was raised in a Unitarian Universalist community, and that allowed me to explore pieces of other, uh, a number of, of religions. I tended to not go towards institutionalized religions as much, but take from pieces that were helpful. And certainly, you know, Buddhist teachings, and I, I don't profess to be knowledgeable in a formal way about them, but the concepts of mindfulness and heartfulness and connecting in with yourself without becoming attached have been important to me. And I think I had a sense of this for much of my life, and it came to bear very much after 9-11 as I needed to work through a whole bunch of intense feelings and grief. Now, you said as soon as I asked the first question after we listened to Beyond the Ash and Steel, you said that that was a perfect segue to your next song, but then I determined. <laughs> <laughs> You're entitled. <laughs> well, the next song I thought we'd play for my first album, Calling an Angel, which really speaks to being able to both give and receive. And it talks to seeing an angel in the eyes of a friend and, and that folks who have lived a good life recognize that being able to to serve and find pleasure doing that with others is the richest thing you can do. So calling an angel really speaks to just how important it is to allow yourself to both give and receive and recognize the precious gift of friendship when it comes in as well as the richness, the gift you get when you serve others and that a life well lived has that component. And that was important to me then. So I'll let you run it. And it'll be important to us now. It's called Call In an Angel. It's from Better Things by Judy Cass. When paying good for work 
gives us a good idea. Call in an angel. And I was thinking, Judy, as I'm listening to that, about the importance of community. And it's one of my continuing questions that I like to put out there to the world. You grew up having this connection with the UU, with Unitarian Universalists, and having community there. And one of the important functions of religio, which comes from this Latin word religio, meaning to tie up, to make whole, to have people work together. And we're so used to acting individually. Individualism is so big in this country, which has its advantages. You don't get limited by groupthink at all, of course, which is a good thing. But it also means you can be alone. You didn't evidently experience that too much. You must have your own pretty tight-knit group of friends or connections? 
It's always been important for me to have a community. And when I had left the corporate world in 2008 and started again to get my sea legs with playing music, I found a community. I found a collective of musicians here in Westchester, Tribes Hill. It's a wonderful community. They have a website. And that was so important to my being able to get my sea legs back, to get the confidence back, to be able to get the feedback I needed on new songs. It's so important. I think whatever you're doing, you know, it does take a village. And sure, there are times that working on my own, I can get more done more quickly sometimes. But you're working in a silo. And it's just not where you're going to get the best output. So I find myself really energized by the experience of community. So it's always been important for me. Folks, we are speaking with Judy Cass, who is our guest for Song of the Soul, which is a Northern Spirit Radio production. You find us on the web at northernspiritradio.org. On that site, you'll find more than 11 years of our programs for free listening and download. You'll find more information, connections to our guests, like to Judy Cass. Cass is spelled K-A-S-S. So that's J-U-D-Y-K-A-S-S dot com is where you'll find her. But never fear, there's always a link on northernspiritradio.org and more information about our guests. There's also a place to post comments and help make our communication two-way by posting a comment when you visit. There's a donate button, and that is how this full-time work is supported. It's by your donations. It's not by corporations, and it's not by the government. It's because you believe it needs to continue. Help us that way. Also remember to support your local community radio stations. This is so important. I can't say it strongly enough. Having a local source of information and music is so vital to having a vibrant and lively and intelligent community. So please start by supporting your local community radio station. Again, Judy Cass is here. She's joining me from Westchester, far east of me. She's Eastern Time. We're going to do this interview at another hour but I had it off by an hour or two. I was suffering from time zone fatigue, I'm afraid. And I thank you, Judy, for your patience and having us connect. Not at all. I was really looking forward to it. And I'm looking forward to some more music right away because we want to get a lot in, and I know you have places to go, important people to meet. What would you like to share next? Well, let's shift the mood a bit, though still on the subject of friendship. The next tune, which is the first cut from my recent album, Beyond the Ash and Steel, is called Chili Pepper Lights. And it speaks to that absolute joy you can get on one of these just right evenings where you know you're you're visiting a friend you both have young kids can't go out because you're the only adults but the kids are tired for the right reasons and their bellies full and they're happy and you have this wonderful meal made and great music playing and fabulous chili pepper lights all over the room and that's what the song's about nothing else so we're going to engage in some chili pepper lights on a chili pepper night and that's a song by judy cass Kids are fed and fight and sleep. Music's good and talk is cheap. Stars pop out their shiny skins and shake and shed their stellar sins. Hoping for a chili pepper night with you. I'm down for a funky night in town for two. Don't care if town's closed for the night. 
because I have no idea what a chili pepper light is. Oh, my goodness. You haven't seen those? They're, these lights, they look like Christmas tree lights, but they're not. People have them around their patios. I have some in my office. I have purple ones. They're in the shape of chili peppers, jalapeno peppers, and they're just so much fun. They can bring a festive feel to any environment. So my friend Myra, who I was visiting in Coldwater, that's why the song mentions Coldwater, she had them all over her living room, and it was so joyful. It just created a feeling of celebration, and all the stars were aligned that evening with happy kids, happy us, and a great, great night. But how could you see the aligned stars if you had these chili pepper lights to start <laughs> Oh, oh, let me see. Maybe the stars were so bright and wonderful outside that they reflected on the lights. How's that? That works for me, too. <laughs> works for me, too. Yeah. It was a great night. I'm sure you've had those where, where it just things all came together, and it was a good, fun feeling, and it didn't need to be anywhere else than, than where you were in that moment. And that's a lot of, I think, also you talk about what helped with healing, 
being able to live in the moment and be in the moment and appreciate the moment, that's also a, a theme that's reflected a lot in my new album, a little bit in my old one too. And something that I think helps when you're dealing with distress to recognize that no emotion lasts forever. You can you can kind of let it move through in waves, but also being able to be in the moment lets you connect in with what's happening right now. So you can do that and then let it go. And you probably have written a song or two about that. I have. <laughs> yeah, Vastness of Now is just about that. It speaks to how big now is, and now can be huge. And letting yourself connect into it is extremely powerful. So, and it's a gift that I've given myself over the years that has made a difference. There's no better time than the vastness of now. Let's listen to it by Judy Casp. Lifted souls can transcend time Untethered in the moment Awakening a quiet mind To listen with the spirit open Taking root in fertile ground Returning to our center Silence deepening the sound And offering the heart surrender And if I stand in time If I stand in time If I leave behind The binds that hold me If I free my mind If I enter fully Into being Embracing the simple vastness That lies between the words that tell the story. Awareness is a gift within, awaiting in an inner quarry. And if I stand in time, if I stand in time, if I leave behind. The binds that hold me If I free my mind If I enter fully into being Embracing the simple vastness of now Now 
can transcend time Untethered in the moment Awakening a quiet mind To listen with the spirit Another cut from Beyond the Ash and Steel, the recent CD put out by Judy Cass. You can find her at her website, judycass.com. Cass starts with a K and Judy ends with a Y. If you need a clue, come by northernspiritradio.org. Vastness of Now is the song, though, and obviously any person who practices meditation gets closer and closer to understanding the importance, the experience of being in now, centering down. Of course, I don't know if I even mentioned this to you when we were discussing things previously, but I'm a Quaker, and so I'm very used to the practice and the idea. And I had a very interesting experience one Quaker meeting for worship. I had this message. Usually people give messages in Quaker meeting, if at all, verbally or singing, that kind of thing. And I felt led to get up and stand in a certain position with like my hands held out as if I was holding hands of someone next to me. And then I moved to the next position after a while, next position. And it brought tears to my eyes because all of a sudden I realized I was holding hands with myself all of over all of the ages of my being and it was all of a sudden this community that I felt with myself and so I didn't have to be myself when I was nine years old and my mom died or various other moments in my life but I was in community with myself so I I was in the now but I had this connection this uh, family if you will yeah it, it was a what I call a both and moment both in the now and being able to allow yourself to experience in a way that would not bring you distress, but would be comforting with the past moments. So that is, that's such a gift to have been able to experience that. It totally was, totally was. And you, just because I'm having a hard time staying in the min, the mo- just because I'm <laughs> just because I'm having a hard time staying in the moment, I'm very aware that you have places to go. But we have more music. I want to hear from you. So what what do you want to share next? Sure. Well, let me take you to a little bit of a geography journey here. I live right on the Hudson River, and it's been another source of both comfort for me. I spent a lot of time on it as a kid. I dreamed on it. I kayaked on it. Actually, it was, I did a better job of it after Pete Seeger helped clean it up. Thank you, Pete Seeger. But <laughs> it's a river that runs both ways. A number of songs have been written about that. And, uh, it, it, it's quite amazing. I got a chance to see it at one point in it close to Spite and Dival, uh, which is right where the river starts go, moving into Manhattan. And there are lessons to be learned in it. And this next song, which is called Take a Lesson, talks about the ability to just allow yourself sometimes to follow that path of least resistance, to allow yourself to be free. It could be a freeing time. And and the river, especially this river for me, gives me the opportunity to to learn about that. And also just really tickled my connection to history. So many people have walked along it. It's just 
such an amazing place. I find great beach glass on the shores of the Hudson River because there were you know, the ships went up and down, and people were throwing bottles off and pottery off like crazy. So, if you're into antiquity, or at least the kind of antiquity you'll find, you know, in, in the U.S. It's not the Roman Empire here, but you know, there are things that are old. The Hudson River offers that as well. Take a lesson. As a tapestry is moving With the season's blended palettes The moments on between us Become memories alone Simple ties that bind to strangers On a journey Together on the shores of these strong waters, so many others strolled. We will take a lesson from the river as she winds her way to join the sea and follows a path of least resistance to finally run free. Oh, the open road before us Beckons wild on summer mornings Turns back her trail come autumn nights To point these travelers home Come and cast your weary footsteps On the shores of these strong waters Come shine a lamp on longer moons To point these travelers home We will take a lesson from the river As she winds her way to join the sea And follows a path of least resistance To finally run free On the shores of these strong waters Come and shine a lamp on longer moons To light our way back home We will take a lesson from the river As she winds her way to join the sea And follows a path of least resistance To finally run free Wise words shared to us by Judy Cass. Her song, Take a Lesson, it's from her 2014 recording, Better Things. I have to pick a bone with you, though. This take a path of least, take a path of least resistance. This is not my way if it's not difficult. 
Oh, I know. I, I, it's something that I have to continually revisit. <laughs> I, I think the best lessons are the ones you have to keep going back to. And, you know, it's, it's not that you don't persevere, but there's sometimes that, you know, I just loved watching the water on the river as the two directions were converging and each direction had to find a way to get past some of the rocks that were going and it was it just the water found the path that would let it go through and was able to move through we can get stuck sometimes in the it can't be this way it's not right it has to be different and particularly when we're dealing with realities that aren't going to change like a trauma that's happened and we can stay in a very, very painful place sometimes trying to write something that has happened. Uh, and when you radically accept something that's happened, it doesn't mean you like it, but when you're able to radically accept something and allow yourself to move past it and focus not just on trying to correct something that you no longer have any control over and focus on the healing and moving forward, it's very freeing. So how does this fit with no pain, no gain? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a good one. Um, I really don't like pain. Well, there's a difference between pain and suffering. Here it is. You know, pain sometimes, life has pain. You know, wanting that piece of cheesecake and you can't have it. Or feeling you need to get up and walk and exercise when you're quite tired. Pain moves, you move past. Suffering is when you're stuck in something and you're trying to deal with something you have no control over. So I recognize that there's some pain, but I really, really try to avoid the suffering. That's a worthy endeavor. And that's one, of course, the deep lessons of Buddhism. When one understands that the suffering is something we take on by attachment, that, yes, pain will happen, but suffering is <laughs> when we're stuck there. I'm not sure the example of cheesecake is where I would have gone. <laughs> it's the one that came to mind. Well, I was I was thinking if you had no pain, which means you actually ate the cheesecake, then you would have gain. <laughs> I would definitely have gain, which is why I'm suffering the pain. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, In spite of being in the eternal now, I uh, am aware that we have time for just one more song. So how can we finish off your song of the soul, Judy? Great. Selfless Deed, the last song on my recent album, is actually based on a true story. It was recently republished in Upworthy, but it was originally a story in the uh, human interest page of the New York Times Magazine a number of years ago. It's a story of a social worker who was robbed, I think at knife point, by a teenager. And he observed that the teenager looked more frightened than he was. And so he took a chance and he said, you know, you look kind of cold as he's handing over his wallet. And he said, it's a really freezing night. Why don't you take my jacket? Please take my jacket. And the kid took the jacket and he said, you know, you also look, you you look hungry. And I was actually going to get a bite to eat myself, but I'm going to need my wallet. Can I buy you dinner? And he handed him back the wall, and they became close friends. And selfless deed speaks to those acts of kindness that can make such a world of difference. And wow, I wish we had more of them now. Oh, definitely. How much do you observe that? Now, you you talked about how kind people were, how kind the environment felt around the time of 911, that at that point, 
kindness was present. And you alluded to the fact that maybe it, that isn't your everyday experience now. Well, certainly our political environment that's going on these days, we're kind of immersed in an emergence of anger and hate, and it's very disturbing. But I observe a lot of acts of kindness. I, I see it a lot in children. Children, just they naturally can be free of the self-consciousness that will keep them from showing genuine acts of kindness, whether it's hugging another child who might be having a difficult time or just observing in an adult that the adult might be struggling. But I do, I have eyes for it. I look for it all the time because it's what keeps me going to be able to see our ability as just globally for acts of kindness. And that's what's going to save us, I think. We need some savings sometimes, and periodically, actually. (laughs) We're going to listen to the song, but first I want to just thank you, Judy, for contacting me. Actually, I actually want to thank Lisa for connecting us up so that I can hear your story and feel the fruits of it come out through your music. I feel richer for it, and I'm just so thankful that you're there to witness in that place and that time and to share today with us for Song of the Soul. Thank you so much, Mark. This is this has been a wonderful experience for me too. I'm so so grateful that you do what you do and, and also your support of community radio and the importance of sharing things locally. So thank you. Thank you for having me on your show. And we'll finish off by playing Judy Cass's last song. You can find a link to her on northernspiritradio.org. Thanks to Andrew Jansen for help today with production. Here it is, Selfless Deeds, and we'll see you next week for Song of the Soul. The glow of the porch light is offering shelter But tonight she's unable to stop and go in As the snow lays a blanket that covers her footsteps She lifts her face, tears streaming up to the wind With a head full of shadows and a heart filled with darkness She sees no way but gone But the kindness of a stranger Came between her and the water And gave her a shoulder And hope to go on As he stood by the park bench And watched his boy playing He wondered just how in the world he'd stay sane With foreclosure a sure thing and hunger a given He ended another week jobless again With the head full of nightmares and the heart full of anguish He sees no way But the kindness of a stranger Came between them and the pavement And gave him a shoulder And strength to go on 
Judy Cass and her song Selfless Deed from her recent release, Beyond the Steel and the Ash. Her website is judycass.com. That's J-U-D-Y-K-A-S-S dot com. Welcome again to Blue Gold Radio and maybe to KCEI Radio over by Taos, New Mexico, another source of cultural energy. The theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it's called Song of the Soul. My name is Mark Helpsmeet, and this is a Northern Spirit Radio production. You can listen to this program again, track down the list of songs included, and a whole lot more on my website, northernspiritradio.org. And I invite you to share your Song of the Soul with my listeners. Just contact me via my website. And please, join me weekly for Song of the Soul. You can be happy Let in the light It will heal you And you can feel you And sing out a song of the soul 